welcome to the Lodge Real Estate Home Truths Podcast. Join us as we speak the truth about home ownership, the housing market, and the place we call home, Hamilton. Come on in and make yourself comfortable. Hello there. You've tuned into Lodge's Home Truth Podcast, and I'm your host for today, Sue Hall from Lodge Real Estate. During our podcast, we usually help you navigate through the ins and outs of the property industry. However, today we have something a little bit different for you. Sitting with me today are three talented netball players from Waikato Avis Magic. I'll allow them to introduce themselves to you. Welcome, ladies. Kia ora, I'm Simone Wilbur, but everyone calls me Mon, so you can just call me Mons today. And I play for the Avis Magic, and I am a mid-quarter. Kia ora, I'm Georgia Takarangi, and um, everybody calls me GT, um, and I am a defender. Uh, hi everyone, I am Georgie Edgecam and everyone calls me Georgie <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm also in the midcourt with Mons. Fantastic, it's great to have you here. I look forward to talking through your netball journeys, the highs and the lows of playing such a professional sport and if you've dabbled in our world, real estate. As always, before we get started, we're going to do our two truths and a lie segment. I'll get each of you to tell me the three statements, and at the end of today's podcast, we'll uncover which is fact and which is fiction. Usually we keep these related to property, but let's have some fun with this. Okay, I'll get us started. Um, So, I have been with my husband for half of my lifetime. Um, I've been playing netball since I was five years old and have always wanted to play for the Magic, and I have two children. Mm. Interesting. (laughs) Um, Mine are, I was born in Wellington. I have played 50 games for the Magic and I have three degrees. Um, Okay, my three statements are, I've lived overseas before. Um, I've never broken a bone and I debuted for Magic in 2021. Interesting. (laughs) Be interesting to see what the outcome of these is. Now I'd like to start at the beginning. When did you all make your start in netball? And what was the plan? What was your path to selection of the Magic Avis team? Um, yeah, I'll start. So I have been playing netball since I was little. I guess I started in primary, like most girls do, and then just um, really started just to be with friends, and then worked my way through school and some rep teams. Um, in my last year of school at St Peter's. Um, I made the New Zealand secondary schools team and then coming out of school I um, was a training partner with Magic for two seasons and then um, I started fully contracted um, as a player with Magic in 2021, yeah. Oh, that might help with our lie. <laughs> <laughs> have you um have you always played similar positions or have you been all um, over the court? My background probably is more from the defensive end. Um, at school, I was more in the circle, goal keep, goal D, and then as I've moved up the ranks, I haven't grown much, so <laughs> I'm not tall enough anymore. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've transitioned into the midcourt um, over the past few years, which has been cool. Excellent. GT. 
Yeah. So um, like Georgie, I started when I was quite young um, at school and I played all through school. But um, unlike Georgie, I didn't um, play any rep teams or make any rep teams until I was 24. And that's when I played for um, the NNL team, which is the team below the Magic. Um, and I played for two seasons there. Um, and then I... I uh, was fully contracted for Magic in 2020. Yeah. Fantastic. Now over to you. Um, I'm similar to these girls where I've started when I was like, you know, a little girl. I won't give away which age because that might um, expose my truth or my lie. Um, but, yeah, I've played pretty much every single, like, um, team possible in the Waikato Bay Plenty um, region, whether that's, like, age groups, under-15s, under-17s, under-19s. We had under-23s and then... Once that finished, it went to um, Beko or Now. I've played MPC for both um, Bay of Plenty and Waikato. Um, but it took me a little bit longer to finally then step into the um, magic um, environment. I was... I took a couple of years off netball to have a break and I um, moved overseas and then that gave, that break gave me a spark to come back to netball. So I came back and played um, Beko, um, had a great year with GT and then I... Play overseas? No, I, I was in Italy so there was no netball. Um, and then, yeah, came back, played Beko, we had a great year and then I was... Um, given a training partner contract with Magic in 2019. Um, and then eventually during that season, I was elevated into a full contract. Um, didn't get re-signed, which was a blessing because I had my first child. Um, so I've had a couple of years off, returned last year again with a training partner contract. And then again, during that season, was elevated into a full contract. Um, broke my finger after the first game. So then that took me out for eight weeks. Came back for the last six games and then I was um, able to get my first full contract this year Fantastic. and here we are. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> a big journey. Oh my God, I know. <laughs> a big journey. So on that note, it probably leads into my next question is, um, have you ever played any other sports? Um, I'll start this one. Um, when I was at school, I was lucky enough to go to a um, school that wasn't good at netball and I think and I say that that's lucky because sometimes when you're tall when you're younger you get thrust into playing netball early and um don't play any other sports so I was able to play lots of different sports I played volleyball basketball netball touch sevens I played some soccer <laughs> um but netball was always where my heart was and all those all those games are team games yeah yeah yeah, yeah. interesting and yourself? Yeah, I have also played heaps of um, different sports. Um, uh, my summer sport at school was touch and something that um, definitely was like passionate about for throughout my whole school career and it's just such a fun game, um, really whānau-based, so that's what I loved about touch. And then obviously at school you, you just try everything, so I did basketball, cross-country, athletics, swimming, um, but yeah, all those skills that you learn in those different sports. And again, all team sports. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. 
Yeah, we're all definitely team sports people. I'm the same. Um, so I grew up in a small little town, um, and so everyone basically had to play every sport because there wasn't enough people for having different teams. Teams, yeah. yeah, so I've played everything possible, but my main sports um, growing up were uh, netball, touch, and basketball. So I played basketball and played um, representative basketball until I was like 17, um, and I then couldn't just keep doing both. But fortunately, I was able to continue doing touch and netball because touch is the summer sports, netball generally was the winter mm-hmm. sport, but now it's a bit of an all-year-round sport for us. Um, and yeah, I love touch. Um, it gives me like good fitness. It's so much fun, fast, and so I usually play like Waikato women's when I'm not playing netball. But obviously, I was, but we can't with magic because we train all through the summer. We love our preseason, so yeah. Fantastic. So now on that, we're obviously in the thick of the season. So what does your day to day look like? And your approach to training, I guess. Yeah, well, it's pretty full on at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bit of travel involved. We our training base is in Tauranga or the Mount. Um, so for us three Hamilton crew, and we call ourselves the Hamilton crew, um, there's some travel involved. So each week we probably have three gym sessions, four to five court sessions, and then the game, um, recovery. So it's pretty busy. Very busy. Keeps us out of trouble. Yeah, and a few back-to-back games too. Yeah. Yep. This weekend we got back-to-back games in the yeah. Tron. Yep. GT. Yeah, um, and t- on top of that, we, we also have to, um, you know, watch the game back, do some analysis on the game, reflect on how we performed, um, set game goals. So even when we are away from the team, we're still, um, it's very much prioritising netball. Um, yeah, as Georgie said, recovering. Um, so, yeah, it's more than a full-time job because it, yeah, it takes up most of your days every day. <laughs> and then on top of that, GT still works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm a sports coordinator at the University of Waikato, so I try to do 28 hours a week. But, um, it's a juggling, juggling yeah. act, right? Yeah, it's quite, it's quite hard, but it's also good because it means that, um, for example, today we played yesterday and obviously we lost. Um, <laughs> and so um, I don't have time usually to dwell on the game because I just have to get up and go to Mahit the next day. <laughs> So leading on from that, that's quite interesting because my next question was um, with sport, obviously you deal with disappointments on court um, and injuries and things like that, which is not dissimilar to to our industry where we have disappointments. So um, do you find most pressure you feel comes from external factors or internal within yourselves? I reckon definitely both. Like you're always going to be disappointed, like might be in your own performance and our team performance. Um, things like that um, but then obviously you feel like you're letting you know your fans down your whanau down um, your teammates down yeah so it definitely comes from both well that's what I think what about you guys yeah I feel like probably everyone in our team and in sport um, puts a lot of pressure on themselves. themselves so I think most of for me most of the pressure comes from within um, and to be honest, the outside pressures outside of the team environment um, are like you kind of have to block them out because if you know, yeah, if you know um, that you're giving everything to the team and the team knows that 
you're giving everything to them, then it should be um, like, I feel like, yeah, it, you can't th- um, dwell on what other people are thinking. Yeah, just refocus and, yeah. and um, work together as, as a team again. Definitely. So how do you keep the motivation up and stay committed when times are tough? Like obviously moving on from last night and we're going into a weekend with double back games. So yeah, how do you keep that motivation? Um, I think that um, the fact that we have such a tight turnaround helps because we don't have time to dwell on it. Um, we literally go into training again tomorrow. So um, taking what we can from the game, we have like a hot debrief after the game where we talk about what we're proud of and what um, we need to work on. And so um, taking our strengths from the game and taking what we need to work on and putting that into practice. Um, I think also the fact that, um, for example, me and Mons travel together to all of the training so we can debrief on our way there so that we've kind of dumped it all by the time we get to training helps. So I guess, Mon, what is the best advice you've been given and who supplied it to, and that can be related to anything, whether it's your commitment or motivation or, or whatever? That's a really good question. Um, I don't know who's given me this advice, but I honestly think the best advice that I've been given is just to never give up. And that's probably been evident in my journey with netball that you just never know who's watching. You never know what opportunities might come. um, And then you don't know what doors are opened from those opportunities. So just never give up. um, And yeah, just always give your best in whatever you do. So that's netball. That's or areas of life. 100%. Anyone else want to contribute to that? Um, mine kind of follows on from Mons. Um, it was actually my primary school motto, which is our best always, um, and something that my mum still says to us, um, my brothers and I. Um, yeah, just as long as we're giving, or I'm giving my best, um, or what I have in that moment to the situation, then, um, you know, things will come as they come yeah and 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 as a team do you get together and talk through and discuss the disappointments and try and boost each other up and yeah Yeah, for sure yeah Yeah. because that'll be a huge aspect of it eh? yeah staying connected and united is so important especially you know when we have a loss or you know the season's not going the way we want to and I feel like our team is definitely like that um so that's a positive So future planning is emphasised more and more now for athletes. Do each of you have plans in place after netball? Well, I'm a teacher outside of netball, so I work at Fraser High School just down the road from here, Um, but I'm currently on leave, so I'm very lucky that my school supports me in my netball journey um, and have given me leave so I can go and, um, you know, make my dreams come true and play for the magic. Um, So I'll be heading back to um, work Term three, so that's basically me outside of netball, after netball, um, continue on that career pathway um, in the teaching industry and as well as being a mum. So, yeah. Fantastic. Um, so, as I said, I'm a sports coordinator at the university, but that's not actually what I want to do. Um, so, I'm also currently studying or chipping away at study in the off-season to be a clinical psychologist. Um, so, that's what I'll do when I um, finish. I'll have to do my internship when I finish netball because it's some, that would be impossible to do right now. Um, but also, I was married to my husband in December last year, so we pretty much as soon as I finish playing netball, we'll be having kids. Yeah, so, you, so <laughs> yeah. you've got your new direction as well, your next direction as well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, and I have recently, end of last year, um, graduated from the University of Waikato. Um, so I studied a Bachelor of Communications, um, which is awesome. I still don't actually know what I want to do from that um, and I'm kind of in like a limbo situation at the moment um, but I'm going to go traveling in the off season um, which is exciting so been looking forward to that and then I'll come back and reassess where I'm at that's great yeah because what, what I'm hearing is all three of you have got directions in your life um, over and above your netball which is great because obviously we know as sports people we can't play forever so it's it's great to hear which probably leads into my next question really well um about real estate and anybody that has a journey in real estate and have purchased a house already or are considering purchasing so who would like to start Oh, well, I just recently bought my first home in June last year with my Woo! husband. <laughs> um, it was hard. Yeah, June, married in December. Yeah, yeah, not very clever. Well, to, it wasn't planned. We actually started looking for houses um, just before COVID hit. So um, two years of looking. So we weren't planning on spending all that money in the one year. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was hard. Um, it was hard looking for so long. It was hard um, waiting for the market to calm down after COVID and it never did. And it just kept climbing and climbing. It was hard going into houses and falling in love with them. And then someone... Seeing all those shoes at the door. <laughs> yeah. And people just snoo uh, like swooping in at the last minute and offering something that we just could not offer. Um but uh, like it was a good experience because when you go through all of that and make heaps of offers on houses and then you finally get the one and you know that it's the one, it's so it's so worth it. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it was certainly a challenging journey, yeah. you know. Like I've been in real estate myself twenty six years and I've never seen that pressure on the market. Yeah. So I yeah. um I do understand that, Georgie. Well, I currently still live at home, so, <laughs> which is amazing. Yeah. yeah, so I am um, making the most of it, um, saving up, but I um, definitely have, you know, a long-term goal of owning a home, but it's quite a long-term goal, I'm not yeah. sure. Focusing on, on uh, your study and your... Yeah, exactly. ...goals being more of a priority, which is understandable. Yes, and mine. Over to me. Well, we've had, me and my husband, we had a bit of a journey with um, getting into our first whare, our first home. Um, I fell preg pregnant after our wedding in 2019, and then that basically was um, the boot up the bum to start looking for a home. Um, we obviously had a goal to find our first home, hopefully purchase it by the time um, my baby was born in 2020. Um, but that was not to be the case. Um, we were working with Blair Poynton, who was um, a part of the Lodge team. Um, he was amazing, and we it was just such a hard time at that point in time. Um, the market was crazy. Obviously, that was like also during that COVID time. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't obviously the best timing for us, but we put in numerous offers. And he would have been good with he good was advice. So that. good, yeah, definitely. But obviously, it was just the timing. And that's, I reckon, that was the big lesson for us. It's literally timing, luck. I reckon oh. luck has a lot to do with it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, every house that we found, like, you know, a little bit fell in love, could imagine now us living there. Um, 
yeah, was then just followed up with a bit of disappointment. Um, we probably put in like, I would say like eight offers on homes, like um, over that period of time. Um, and then I gave birth to my baby, so kind of had a break of that. Yeah, put it on hold. And then um, we were just lucky that through mutual friends, um, they were investors buying and selling homes. They knew of our um, journey and that we were looking for our first home. And they, um, yeah, were able to kind of hook us up. Um, And then, yeah, we got into our first home um, after lockdown. So, like, it was, yeah, September twenty. 21 is when we finally got into our first home and we've never looked back. Fantastic. So the discipline of uh, of playing for Magic and playing netball probably helped with the discipline of continuing yeah. down the journey of buying a house where it felt near impossible. That, that advice of never giving up and what's meant to be is meant yeah. to be. Yeah. Absolutely. So obviously, you know, you all three are playing with Ava's Magic. Where do you rate? You mentioned you come from a small town. So are you all from out of the Waikato? Oh, well, I am born and bred in Hamilton. Um, so, yeah, I have grown up here all my life. I played all my netball here um, and currently living in Cambridge, um, but still in the region. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I won't give a, I won't say where I was born because that will give away a truth or a lie. But um, both my um, dad and my mum's father are from Hamilton, and um, but I grew up in Auckland. So I did all my schooling years in Auckland, and then moved back to Hamilton um, when I was twenty three to follow my husband, who was playing for the, the Waikato Rugby Union. Um, so yeah. I've never, ever said that I'm an Aucklander, and I will never, ever say that I'm an Aucklander. <laughs> Love to hear that. <laughs> well, I'm not from the Waikato. I'm um, born and bred in a small town on the east coast in the eastern Bay of Plenty called Oportiki, um, most beautiful place. <laughs> um, so, yeah, all my whanau are still back there. I made the move to Hamilton in 2012 to attend the Waikato University um, and have pretty much been here since. So... I'm a Tron girl a little bit, but bay at heart. <laughs> so the team works then? Yes. <laughs> the double branding is great. Yes. <laughs> uh, so to finish, uh, what I would like to encourage our listeners to do is get behind Ava's Magic and come and watch a game. Mm. Now before we end, let's go back to our regular feature, Two Truths and a Lie. Now... Mon, can you recap your three statements? Okay. Followed by GT and then Georgia. Sorry, I cut you off there. Okay, so my three statements were, I have been with my husband half my life. I've been playing netball since I was five years old and have always wanted to play for Magic. And I have two children. Okay, so let's expose those. So I have been with my husband half my life. I've been with him since I was year 10 at high school. Um, So we come up 15 years this year as I turn 30, which is holy hecka, a long time. (laughs) We've been, yeah, we've been married for going on four years. So, yep, a very long time. Um, I have been playing netball since I was five. So I started as soon as I got to primary school. Um, Always wanted to play because my mum played. You know, obviously look up to your mum. And then obviously Magic is our team and they've got such an amazing um, legacy, um, history, and, you know, I, I reckon most people um, would have wanted to play for them at some time if you're a netball, 
netball fan um, and I do not have two children I have one baby boy who is two years old his name's Tia Momo, and he is my absolute world so that is your lie that's my lie <laughs> fantastic I think all of us um, have all of us uh, have played netball from early days of school yeah yeah, yeah. okay so my statements were um, that I was born in Wellington that I have played 50 games for the Magic and that I have three degrees. Which one do you think is a lie? Three degrees. No, that's true. (laughs) I have only played 48 games for the Magic and this Monday will be my 50th game. So we're playing at home, which is really special because it means that all my um, friends and whanau will be able to come and watch. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully we'll get the win too. Two wins in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then also I was born in Wellington. What are your three degrees, GT? <laughs> um, I have a Bachelor of um, Science and Sports Medicine and a Bachelor of Arts in Psychology and a Master of um, Sports Psychology. Yeah. Wow. Very, very <laughs> impressive. And she's still studying. Going. Yeah. <laughs> she's still going. Oh, still going. Oh. Okay, so my statements were um, I've lived overseas before, um, I've never broken a bone, and I debuted for Magic in 2021. So, what one do you think is the lie? <laughs> Come on, reveal. Okay, I'll reveal it. Um, so I have lived overseas before. Um, when I was very young, our family lived in Singapore for three years, which was really cool. I can't really remember much of it, but from what my brothers tell me, it was great. <laughs> um, I have never broken a bone before, so that's a tr- um, the truth. Touch I'm, yeah, touch wood. <laughs> um, going strong. I mean, there's always injuries in netball, but I'm lucky enough that so far in my career I've been pretty untouched so hopefully that keeps going (laughs) and then my lie was I debuted for Magic in 2021 Um, I actually debuted in 2019 when I was a training partner Um, I was just filling in as an injury replacement one game and then all of a sudden I was on the court um, at goal defence versing the steal um and Casey was at goal key Casey Coppola so that was a was bit of a Michael? dream um yeah. the game yeah. yeah it was in Hamilton yeah. um so yeah obviously a dream come true to play one game with Casey Coppola um and yeah I was versing Tapia so I was a midget in in the circle <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fantastic. Well, thank you so much for all coming in today. Obviously, at Lodge, we love supporting um, sport, and uh, we look forward to um, following you through the rest of the season and um, watching the rest of your games. And to our listeners, make sure you subscribe and like Home Truths, and we'll be back next time with some more great insights into the real estate and sporting industry. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on the Lodge Real Estate Home Truths podcast. Learn more about today's topic and our panel guests by visiting our website, lodge.co.nz.